What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the podcast. This is your host, Cole Hussar. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Today, I got a bit of a different episode. I'm going to be chatting with another podcaster about some personal finance. Uh, just before we get into it, this is Minute by Reams, and I will be doing a podcast with Reams pretty soon, and he's dropping a mixtape, so be on the lookout for both of those. Enjoy, guys. Haven't seen my brother in a minute. If she want me, cause I'm stacking other digits. Dreaming back, talk at only business. Can I see her? Put me on a wish list. Yeah, haven't seen my brother in a minute. If she want me, yeah, she want me for my digits. Dreaming back, talk yeah, only business. Want to see her? Put me on a wish list. Yeah, my diamonds really hitting. Yeah, my eyes cold like it's water. Yes, it really dripping. All right, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Tomorrow's Entrepreneurs. I got a special guest with me, Nathan Kennedy from the New Money Podcast. How are you doing, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Again, I appreciate it a lot. I know you uh, probably got a bunch of stuff going on, uh, or maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> Happy to be here. So just for the people that don't know you, do you want to do a little summary of yourself and uh, your own podcast? Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Nathan Kennedy. I'm from uh, an hour outside Toronto, Ontario. I don't know where where exactly are you from? Same, just outside Toronto. Uh, oh, Oakville. okay. Yeah, yeah. So you from Oakville? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just outside of Hamilton. In, oh, uh, nice. In, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's cool, man. So yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I live out here. I graduated last year out of Western University. Uh, okay. Took a uh, consumer behavior degree out there in business. Uh, you know, I I work in, in my field, love it. Started the new money podcast because, uh, you know, I talk so much about personal finance. I was talking my friend's ears off and I was like, man, like I should, I should, uh, I don't know, do something about it. You know, I'm always talking about how, you know, uh, there should be more personal finance, uh, you know, stuff in school and there should be more education out there. So I was like, man, I, I got to shut up and like go out and do it myself, you know? So, uh, started that, tried to make it uh, targeted towards young adults. So, um, you know, they, they can resonate with it more because I find that there's a lot of great content out there, but maybe it's just way too confusing or whatever. So I try to like really make it light and, uh, just chat about it kind of like how I am. And, um, that's really all I am, man. I'm just a dude <laughs> like, who, who loves uh, personal finance. Yeah, man. I love it. Your podcast is very, uh, like chill. There's not very serious, you know, it's almost like you're having a conversation with someone <clears throat> just like, you know, just like a friend almost. And uh, it's very easy to comprehend. I've listened to a good amount of your podcast now. They're very, uh, thank you, man. You know, as a 17 year old, I can implement like a good amount of the stuff you guys talk about in my life. Um, so, just before we start, why should my audience uh, trust you and your advice? Why should they listen to you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's a great question. And, and you know, firstly, I guess a lot of what I say isn't necessarily advice. I, I do say, there are some things that I have opinions on that I say, hey, listen, this might be a good idea. Um, but in terms of uh, why they should listen to me, I mean, really, it's just easy, practical stuff that I like to talk about. Easy stuff that I'm just trying to share information so that people can get a good grasp on it. And so for me, I come from an angle of I'm trying to learn with you, right? I'm not trying to come and say, you know, talk down or, you know, be like, you mind if I swear? I don't know if you want. Yeah, yeah for sure. Swear. Go for it. Okay. Yeah. Like I'm not going to fucking talk down to you and be like, Oh, like this, this, and that, like I'm, I'm growing with you. And I'm just trying to Mm -hmm. say like, Hey, listen, I'm, I want to share some of the information that I found here. It is, here's what I make of it. Here's what's worked for me. If you don't think I'm credible, if you don't like it, then that's totally cool. I understand that. 
go listen to someone else. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're, 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 you can listen to me or you can not. Right. So I always give people that option. And for, for me, what I, I guess what I bring is it's just going to be laid back. No BS. Like I'll be like, Hey, listen, you know, there's a lot of noise about GameStop, but like the real money's in like index funds. Like in my opinion, go. I think you should, you know, long-term invest, you know, think about 10, 20, 30 years down the line. I think that's where the real money is. Um, and you can choose to listen to me or not. Like it's, it's up to you. So really it's, it's just, I think I can, uh, I think I'm, I'm going to talk to you in a way you can understand. And I think that that is rare in, in a lot of different uh, spaces. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as someone who's been through high school and university and has, when did you start investing? Uh, three or four years ago, I'd say. So in university, like okay, okay. midway through university. Yeah. So as someone who's been through all of that and has had time to process it, what kind of advice would you give to someone who's going through it right now, such as myself? I'm in grade 11, 17 years old, uh, right. coming out of high school pretty soon. What advice do you have, you know, financially uh, for me and for high schoolers in general, I guess? Right. I mean, like very, very generally, I think, you know, just being cognizant of money is the biggest thing. Um, you know, I'd say just start to think more about your money, um, start to, to manage it more, start to think of it. You know, a lot of people who are around your age, um, you know, are working and it's a wage, right? So think of, uh, you know, buying a new pair of kicks, like that's a hundred bucks. Like that's, you know, eight, nine hours of work right there. Like, am I really trying to do a day's work of work for these kicks? Like, I don't know. Like, you know, mm-hmm. little small things like that start to learn about, um, you know, investing and start to just really the easiest thing you can do is just start to listen to the content, start to listen to podcasts, watch YouTube videos, um, re- listen to audiobooks, passive, you know, not even like, like full tilt stuff. Like while you're doing laundry, just listen to some stuff. Um, it's so easy to listen to, to content and just, there's a lot of great creators out there and you're going to step back and be like, holy shit. Like I actually know quite a bit from listening to this while I was doing my laundry or while I was going to class or just listening to it. Um, and then that, that'll drive change. Like, I really think that'll make you want to, okay, dang, like I'm hearing all this stuff. I want to do it. I want to get in the market. I want to create a budget. I want to do the spreadsheet. And it's like, it just came from that first step of like educating yourself. And I think it's such an easy ask to be like, Hey guys, like go listen to a YouTube video. Like that's not hard, you know, <laughs> just, just go listen to it Yeah, and then listen to another one and then, and then take on a book. And then next thing, you know, tr- I, you know, I truly believe that if you really are trying to take your money seriously, like that'll come, like, you'll be like, all right, like I have a good idea. That's actually how I myself started uh, getting into the money Amazing. kind of thing is I just thought, you know, Oh, I want to get a car. And then I started watching YouTube videos, started listening to podcasts and then over a period of time, it almost became like natural. Like it wasn't something that I was kind of trying to get to, you know, I I wanted to, I wanted to listen to these podcasts. I wanted to keep reading this book and I became way more preservative with my money. I was very, you know, I was very uh, cautious where I put my money. And when I got Mm -hmm. it, I was cautious what I did with it and how I would save it. And uh, Mm -hmm. you talk about in one of your podcasts, the importance of, you know, tracking your money. Uh, I forgot what, Oh, was it called Mist? Is Mist the app you were talking about? Mint, Mint, Mint. Yeah, okay. Mint, Mint is uh, is uh, is a great app. I love that app, and it's it just automate automatically connects to your your bank account. Now, some people, you know, might not be okay with that, which is totally good. There's there's other ones like I think Good Budget. You need to, but there's a ton of different ones you can manually do it if you're not with that. But I personally like the company that 
you know, does mint. It also does like TurboTax and like, it's a really big company uh, into it. So it's very secure and, and, and it's amazing because it automates that whole budgeting process and makes it so easy. So for me, I spend like maybe five minutes, 10 minutes on my budget a month, just checking it over. Oh, so, wow. and yeah, like really super easy because it just, it all just gets funneled over and I kind of just say, okay, like, how did I do this week? You know, what adjustments can I make or how did I do this month, week, whatever it is, what adjustments can I make? And it's like super simple. So mm -hmm. I think that's a great thing for young people too, because you got like no expenses, right? You're just getting money in from right. your minimum wage job. Very simple. So that is a, yeah. that's one thing I took from your podcast that actually has really helped me. Awesome, man. Um, I'm really, I'm really happy to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah of course, man. Uh, so I got a few questions here from actually some peers that I have that are also 17 years old, uh, and soon we'll be able to legally, uh, invest in the stock market. So first mm. question, I thought very general question, question that a lot of people had, what is the stock market? When I first saw the stocks up, I had no idea what the hell is going on. It looks, you know, all these numbers, the charts, I had no idea. So for someone that doesn't know, it could be very confusing, right? Once I started learning about it, it became a lot more simple. And I think you could do a great job. I know you can do a great job because yeah. I've heard you uh, of explaining the stock market. So if you want to go ahead. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, the stock market's a big, you know, I totally get it right. It's a big, scary place. I, oh, yeah. I, you know, thought the same thing. And, you know, sometimes I still look at it. I'm like, this is crazy. There's so much stuff going on. But really, um, fundamentally what the stock market is. So let's say you have a company, right? And, and um, you know, there's there's two typical ways. There's other sort of high level ways. Two typical ways you, you raise money that you don't have, right? You, you either give away part of your company through equity or you, you take on debt, you take out a loan, right? And that's how you take on money so you can fuel your business and grow it. Now, when you get to a really big place, you can actually offer equity to the public markets, right? And so that's what the stock market is. So you can say, hey, um, I want money from the public. You do what it's called an initial public offering, right? This, uh, an investment bank helps uh, do the deal, right? And then your stocks get issued. You, the company gets a shit ton of money. Their stocks get issued to the public. And now it's traded on a stock exchange. Now, once it's on the stock exchange, it's just from people like me and you trading between each other. The company actually doesn't have a direct tie. And so all the stock market is, is a bunch of shares of different companies that have gone through that IPO process that are just share, uh, trading amongst investors. So there's investors like me and you, there's institutional investors like big, like friggin' investment banks, hedge funds, things like that, that are moving millions, billions of dollars too. There's all kinds of people, but it's, it's the companies kind of out. They've already put their money in uh, and they've already got their money out. So, you know, it's, it, it is really scary, but like the first look at it, but really all it is, is um, just shares of uh, companies trading between a ton of people. It's a great way to put it. Thank you so much for that. And then I think the next kind of part of that question is how can you invest in the stock market and make money in the mm -hmm. stock market, right? Because that's what people go to the stock market for. So what would be a simple way to put that almost? How to how do you make money? Because I know there's a few ways, maybe if you want to section them off. And yeah, 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 absolutely. So there's a, the main way is, is through this thing, like just appreciation. Well, what, what does that mean? So let's say that you have, Again, let's go back to kicks. We're talking about kicks. Let's say you have a pair of shoes and I don't know, you buy like, they're like a hundred bucks, right? And then you, you're like, okay, this might be worth 200 bucks. 
in a few weeks, you know, that you're, you're hot in the game. Like you might be able to get more money for it. Right. Uh, and then you, and then you, you look, it's like, ah, you know, you talk to some people, it's like, ah, it's not, you know, it's a one, it's 140. And then someday somebody told you it's 80 and then eventually you get to 200, you sell it and you make a profit, right? It's the same thing that you're doing in the stock market is really you're, you're buying something and hoping it goes up in the future. That's, that's the most fundamental way to uh, look at it. Um, what I really preach is long-term investing, because once you, you know, invest over the long-term, those gains will stack up on one another, like, and it'll be like, boom, boom, boom. And it's exponential growth, right? Like, just like, like it's, it's insane. So um, really you're just hoping that, and you're using reason that the, uh, the stock will go up in the future. And then there's also things called dividends, which uh, a company pays out to its shareholders, which is just a portion of its profit. So that's another way that you can get income. So it's basically like a payout for like, Hey, you own, a piece of this company, here's, you know, a portion of the profits for the portion that you own, right? Because it's just a distribution. So there, there's that as well. Um, there's a bunch of other advanced ways to make money, like shorting and options and all that kind of stuff. I don't really mess with that stuff. That's just kind of crazy to me. Um, I, I have a good understanding of it, kind of, but I think it's it carries a lot of risk. And so really, at the end of the day, all the stock market is, is a bunch of people trading between amongst each other. And there's just, there's a few fundamental ways, few fundamentally different ways to do that. But at the end of the day, really, you're just buying something and hoping it goes up in the future. That's really it. Yeah. So of course you want to invest in something that, like you said, you would go up. So the next question is how do you find that? How do you find that value? How do you find something that you would think is going to go up, right? How do you find something that you believe in, something that you believe right. is undervalued. Right, right, absolutely. And that, so there's, there's, a, there's a multitude of ways to do it. Really, the, uh, a great thing is value investing. Um, you know, looking into a company, looking at its financials, looking at analyzing it in depth and saying, okay, where's this company right now? And where do I think it's going to go based on, you know, a few fundamental things. Now, that's a lot that's a lot to do, like to look mm -hmm. at a company and analyze and look at all the numbers. That's why there's these things that are called passive investments, where you basically just put your money in and it has a bunch of companies all in one. So uh, these are things that are called uh, index funds or exchange trade funds. And this is really where it's a bunch of companies all in one. You don't really have to analyze anything. You just have to have an idea of, okay, what am I putting my money into? Okay, I'm putting it into this ETF that represents you know, the whole U.S. stock market. It's like in the long term, the United States stock market has never gone down. It's always gone up in the long term, right? 5, 10, 15, 20, well, uh, 10, 15, 20 years, it's, it's always going upward, right? And so you don't really have to think. You just put your money in once a month or every other week and you just put it in, put it in, and you just watch it grow. Really, that's, that, that's fundamentally. And the reason that's a good strategy is, that, you know, the first question that'll come, it's like, well, why would I do that when I can get better returns? Well, what's been shown is that over the long term, it's extremely hard to beat that market return that you would get just from putting your money in, right? So why are you doing all this work when you're just going to eventually get back to that average anyway? Or, um, you know, you, you could in the short term do really, really well. But I think, again, it's been proven that it's really, really hard to outperform the market over the long term. And so that's a great way for people to just get in and, and just buy and, and just ride the wave. Really, that's what it is. Yeah. So there's a lot of uh, 
there's a huge like hype around the stock market, right? Uh, a lot of new investors coming in now and a lot of beginners. And you're saying ETFs, index funds, exchange traded funds are kind of the way to go when you don't know, you know, how exactly to fully analyze a company. Because I've, I have a lot of peers that are trying to get into the stock market and a lot of, because once they figure out what the stock market is and stuff, their question is, you know, how do you, like I said, how do you find that value? How do you find that? Mm-hmm. Uh, so would you say that ETFs and index funds are the way to start before you put your money into anything else so that you can kind of get an idea of how, you know, how it works? Because for pe- the people that don't know, ETFs, index funds, they're, you could buy them the exact same way as any other singular stock, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exchange traded funds are, are really just a... Uh, um a traded version of an index fund. So an index fund is basically just a pool of money that's invested based on an index. So the, the company, whoever holds it, just looks at basically a formula to, to put it simply. And they're like, okay, five, five shares of Apple, five, five, five shares of this. Like it's, it's formulaic. They're, they're, not, they're not actively picking. They're not thinking. They're just following a formula. And that's why it's so cheap to buy. And that's why it, does, it performs well because it's just riding the wave. And so an exchange traded fund is just basically a stock version of that, that you can buy on wealth, simple trade or quest trade or your banks investing platform, wherever you can buy stocks, you can buy those as well. Uh, to, to your question about, is it for beginners and then they can figure it out and do other stuff? Like, yes. But I also think uh, if you talk to very advanced people, they have their money in exchange traded funds and oh, index funds. Sure. Cause like at the end of the day, you know, that that's, that's where that's like, you, you really can't beat the market over the long term. Now, is that the only thing? No, like you could definitely, I think it's a good place to start and finish, but you can also, as you start to learn, you start putting your money away. Okay. Like you're a little bit more comfortable. Can you, you know, take, you know, 10, 15, 20% of your portfolio, depending on how, you know, uh, maybe five, 10, 15% of your portfolio, depending on how confident you are and, and go and look at companies and say, Hey, listen, uh, this, I like the tech that they're doing. I like uh, where they're going. I love this new product that they have. You know, they're profitable. They've got great earnings. They, they look like a really good buy. Like, can I go out and buy that? Of course you can. You, there's, no, there's no reason why you should just 100% buy index funds and like never look at it again. Now you can do that and you'll be completely fine. But if you want to venture off and do more advanced things after, like, I think that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. So why do you think that uh, in general, the stock market in general is getting so much hype at the moment? Like not even just the ETFs, like we're talking about, you were talking about GameStop a little bit. That was like, everyone heard about that. People who have no idea what the stock market is heard about that. So why do you think all of a sudden there's this huge hype, this huge spike in the interest in the stock market? David and Goliath, right? Like, I mean, the biggest, it was a story about you know the little guy coming in being like fuck you wall street like and and taking control of the market and finally the little guy is is winning and is driving the market and you and you know people have seen you know wall street for years manipulate the market it this is this is hearsay i mean i mean it might may or may not be true they they do mess around with the markets a lot but um you know like a lot of people who have vendettas against i guess you know, the 1% or the top tier people or hedge funds or whatever saw this and they were like, yes, like finally, like we're winning, like the little guy's winning. And so it became very political really quickly. And once something's political and polarizing, that's when you see, 
you know, it on the front of CNN and Bloomberg and like, like the morning star or like whatever you're looking at. Right. And so that's why it got so big is because it became political and it became um, such a once in a lifetime thing of, Hey, listen, like here are just like these regular everyday people who are making millions. And, you know, here's, here's these wall street firms that are just getting rocked and are taking on billion dollar losses, $2 billion losses. And so it was just this huge swing and it became such a story that the press ran with. Um, and that's what really drove a lot of the, the interest. Mm-hmm. So do you think it's a safe time for new investors to get into the stock market? It's always, today's always the best day. That's like, you know, there's an old adage. It's like the best time to invest 20 years ago. And today, today's the best day. And the, the reason today's the best day is because again, in the long term, the stock market is very, very, very likely to go up. Right. And mm-hmm. so the sooner you can get in the better, you know, as, 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 and obviously if you have to take care of some things, if you've got some credit card debt or, you know, you've got some expenses on the horizon that, you know, are really tough. Like I, you definitely want to figure out if investing is right for you right now. But if you're able to, it's always a great idea to get in as soon as you can, um, because then you have time on your side. And the reason why time, having a lot of time in the market's great is because of that thing I kind of touched on with, with compound interest, right? Your gains start to stack up one over the other and it becomes exponential math. And then you're really cooking with gas. So you're balling because you've got some time. And, you know, like, let's say like an extra year, let's say like you're investing for, I don't know, you've been investing for, let's say 30 years, right? And you've got like a million bucks and the market goes up 8%. Like 8% of a million dollars (laughs) is $80,000, right? But like 8% on a hundred bucks is like eight bucks, right? And so like, it's the sooner you can get into those numbers, that's when the compounding really takes off. And that's Mm -hmm. when you have that insane growth. And so you want to get in there as soon as you can. To, to take advantage of that. Yeah, that's actually why I want to get, I want to inform as many people as I can that are my age about this, because while we're still young, there's a lot of time ahead of us. You yourself, 25, 25, right? And get that 20, wrong, 24, yeah. Like, 24. Man, I'm young too. So <laughs> much, so much time ahead yeah. of us to grow that compound interest, that snowball effect, right? Yes, sir. Snowball. Yep. So what would you say to those people that are trying to get rich fast, you know, the GameStop, the AMC, that kind of thing, rather than, you know, the long-term compound snowball effect. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, I, I get it, man. If you're, you know, you're 17, 18, like you're just trying to make a quick buck, bro. Like I get it, man. Like I, I understand where you're coming from, but the thing is, it's, it's, you might as well go to the casino. You might as well go play poker with your boys, you know, or, or your, your friends or whatever. Like you're doing the same thing. It's not any different. It's gambling. Right. So if you want to, but don't, don't put, don't like, just understand what you're doing. If, you, if you're going to put in a thousand bucks on, you know, AMC or whatever sundials or whatever friggin' stocks are popping right now. Uh, if you're going to do that, just call it what it is and be like, I'm not investing. I'm gambling. Right. Because you don't mm-hmm. really understand the company. You don't understand what they're trying to do. And, and you don't necessarily have um, the best intentions for like your money. You're just trying to make a quick buck, get out, whatever. And the, the timing, the market's really tough exiting a position, a position just meaning like your stake in a company, exiting that's really, really tough. When do you know when to cash out? When do you know when to hold? That's a whole psychological thing in itself. It's a really tough game to play. And again, it's, it's, it's really hard when you, you're using money that you, can, you, you can't afford to lose. 
So if you're going to mess around, you're going to, you're going to do it, whatever. I'd say two things. One, don't call it investing because it's not investing. It's gambling. Two, don't, don't put in money that you you're not willing to lose. Right. If, if you're, if you're putting in money that you consider gambling and you're like, I don't care, this means nothing to me. Have at it, you know, keep it under control, but go ahead, but just call it what it is. If you want to invest, you got to have a good reason, concrete reason why you think that's going to go up in the long term. And that's where the real money is. That's where the compound interest is. That's where the millions over the long term is. And so just ask yourself, like, where are you trying to be? Are you trying to gamble for 10, 20 years? Are you trying to like invest and grow your wealth? Especially for us young people, right? I don't, I, of course, like you were saying, I see the, I see why people want to, you know, make a quick buck. Who doesn't? Of course. It's human nature, man. Like I get it. Yeah, no, me too. But in my opinion, especially for the young people, I feel like a good amount of the portfolio should be in those companies that you believe in long-term, the value stocks, right? Even the dividend stocks, right? The, the, you could use the drip, all that stuff. Absolutely. Um, I wanted to touch on actually something kind of new, the cryptos and the NFTs, two different things. I guess we'll start with one of them. We'll start with uh, the cryptos, which is Mm -hmm. booming right now. Bitcoin had its thing a few years back and now it's kind of coming back around. Mm -hmm. And you hear a lot of people saying that it's going to be, you know, it's going to be the future. It's going to be the worldwide currency. But at the same time, you hear people saying, I still have no idea what this is. This is still a complete sham. There's two whole different sides to it. Mm-hmm. So what what what's your stance on it, first of all? And also, do you do you see value in it? I, I you know what I think it's it's very I think it's very promising. And you know, my answer isn't any answer that you haven't heard before. I you know my answer is that the underlying technology is great. It's got a lot of promise. Um, Bitcoin, you know, with, with mainstream adoption and, and companies that are starting to take it, institutions that are starting to use it, um, is always a very good sign to me. Mm-hmm. And that's, that gives me confidence as an investor. It's like, all right, if these guys are messing with it, then I, I might mess with it. And I only have a few hundred bucks in some Bitcoin. And I actually did, I did like invest like in 2017 when it had that like pop too. And then I think I exited um, and then I left some money in and then I just, I don't know, slowly pulled it out over time and then back in I go. And it's so funny because I, um, I'm so against that with the stock market. I'm like, just always keep your money in. But with, with Bitcoin, because there's such a, you know, there's such a short history, really, like historically looking, uh, relatively speaking to like other asset classes like real estate and, and the stock market, not really much um there to like look at it and analyze it's like is this going to go up in the long term but i think because of that mainstream adoption because of the fact that you know it 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 does have that great underlying technology and there's a lot of things that are great things that are coming off that like nfts right we're, we're finally seeing something that's really really concrete everybody's always saying you know at least you know and again i'm not an expert on this but everybody's always would always say like oh you know the blockchain technology blockchain technology well here is like a concrete thing that has come of that that is starting to form into its own like grandiose thing which is which is the nft stuff right so i think it's really interesting um you know and i think that it's it's worth looking into right it's definitely worth looking into and it could be the next big thing like in in terms of like you know i was i was reading this thing about like is um 
you know, between there used to be like 50, 50% stocks, 50% bonds. Like that was a pretty reasonable allocation. Now somebody was saying, people are saying like 70% stocks and like 30% Bitcoin. Like that's the new reasonable <laughs> allocation and stuff. I don't know about that, but I think, you know, it's, it, you definitely got to consider new asset classes that come out and, and uh, crypto has been really, really interesting. to learn. Oh yeah, for sure. Personally, I would definitely invest in a crypto ETF. There's those yeah. uh, Bitcoin ETFs that just hold Bitcoin and stuff like that. Um, like you were saying, the ETFs are very promising. And if there is a uh, crypto ETF, that's something that I personally would definitely invest in. Just because I'm, I am on the side where I do see it being something very big. I mean, like you said, the underlying technology, it has great potential. Um, it is definitely something worth looking into. And I completely agree with you on that. Uh, and then we move on to NFTs, which is kind of kind of branches off from crypto. Uh, you hear a lot of people like Gary V talking about it, you know, Logan Paul, like 3 million, like what, oh the, much, what yeah. is going on here? <laughs> so, um, yeah. So what, I mean, I guess for the people that don't know uh, what NFTs are and kind of where they originated, could you just do a, a small little description? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, let me, let me, let me just make it very clear. I am not an expert on this. I'm following it just like any other passive fan. I really haven't looked into it too much from what I understand. NFT is non-fungible token. It's, it's, it's basically a way of authenticating digital art through the blockchain. So there's a transaction that takes place that gets authenticated using the blockchain technology. And then that makes that piece of um, digital art legitimate, similar to how if Tom Brady signed a Jersey you know, and, and it was authenticated and like, that's, that's the Jersey. It's a great way to put it. Yeah. Smoke. Right. 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 Any smoke can sign, you know, TB 12 on a Jersey, a Patriots Jersey or a Bucks Jersey, but like, it's not Tom Brady that signed it. So I guess that's the best way to think about it. It's like, mm -hmm. this is just a new way to authenticate a, a piece of art. Now I don't like, I've seen so much Jack Dorsey, the CEO of Twitter and CEO of square, uh, just had a his he sold his tweet for like two million dollars. Yeah, yeah, like that. he it was authenticated for like, and and that I believe that was an NFT. You know, you got the NBA Top Shot stuff. You've got you know that there's this one artist that just sold a piece of work for I think his name's Bubble or something, Buble or something. I don't know, but he he sold a piece of art for like three million dollars. Like it's 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 starting to get pretty speculative in terms of like just kind of you know gambly. Um, and I think it's very, very early on. And I think a lot of people get burned if they're not careful. Um, but it, it is really, really cool to kind of see this, this new market emerging. Yeah, I agree. It's very interesting. Uh, I see it as somewhat speculative too, just because, just because of how new it is, I guess. Right. You know, there's yeah, not enough. It's just new. Yeah. It's just new. Exactly. Uh, but I have heard, you know, there are like you said, the CEO of Twitter. Yeah, I saw that. He sold this tweet for three million dollars or something. Like, what is like? It's, cra it's crazy yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. it's it's new and it's already something very big. It's coming out into the public. Like my parents hear about it and they have no idea. Like they they're one of the speculative people on crypto. They hear about NFTs and it's like this whole, yeah. like you said, like the signing jersey, but it's online. It's just yeah, it's a whole nother world almost, right? Like it's the Lots of new stuff. <laughs> Lots of new stuff, man. hundred percent. It's, it's a crazy, it's crazy. And it, it's cool to see all these alternative things come up with 
and really it's powered through the internet just just with all the different stuff and and uh alternative asset classes and and you know like just there's so many different ways to make money these days uh, so many different assets that you can buy and so i think i totally understand why it can be overwhelming i think you know a lot of it's great some of it's noise you kind of just need to take the time to sift through it um and that's why your podcast is probably going to be great for that and i personally think my podcast is pretty good for that to, to kind of cutting through the noise and be like all right this is this is what i need to know and uh you know how can i how can i you know grow some wealth over time um you know because of that so yeah it's it's crazy man it's crazy yeah so just one more thing for for people that are looking to uh that are looking to start kind of investing uh right away i would send them to your podcast (laughs) your uh so what i did actually i sorted your podcast from uh the oldest to the newest and i started right from the beginning and no my first episode is brutal bro my bad (laughs) no bro not i it is it resonates with me so i'm talking to my audience right now if you guys are looking for something that can help you with learning about personal finance, the stock market, investing, real estate, like all that stuff, check out Nathan's podcast, the new money podcast. It is a great place to start. If you know nothing, that is what I would suggest. And this is from my experience. This is from me, you know, maybe a couple months ago when I first found it, this is from someone who was also brand new to all this stuff. And it's helped me a lot. And one of your most recent podcasts, you talked about some books and I think that's also a great uh, place to start for beginner investors. The Wealthy Barber, that one for, I feel like anybody can read that book and take something out of it. So I guess Man, if, I if you I take anything great? out of this podcast, then check out Nathan's podcast. <laughs> that's what I would say. If you are looking to get into that <laughs> personal finance, Thank you, 100%, check it out. Is there anything else you wanted to say before we uh, before we Thank stop you, here? No, you know what, man. Again, like it was it was so fun to chat with you, brother, and, and I'm always happy to come back. And it was it was honestly great, man. So I just wanted to thank you for your time, honestly. Oh, thank you for your time. I appreciate it a lot. Uh, you can plug your uh, Instagram, TikTok, if you want, real quick. Yeah, guys, it's it's uh, at the New Money Podcast. You know, shoot me a follow on uh, TikTok, Instagram, all that kind of stuff, and uh, try to post on there daily. You know, a few times uh you know a day when i'm when i'm when i can so uh just uh and, and feel free to message me you know dm me uh always happy to chat yeah thank you very much for coming on man i appreciate it Damn. no problem at all thank you brother yeah. all right have a good yeah. one everyone yeah. peace out haven't seen my brother in a minute if she want me cause i'm stacking other digits giving back talk at only business can i see her put me on a wish list yeah haven't seen my brother in a minute yeah she want me yeah she want me for my digits giving back talk yeah only business want to see her put me on a wish list yeah my diamonds really hitting yeah my eyes cold like it's water yes it really dripping